0: And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The gospel of the Lord.
1: Lord. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Almighty God, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of our hearts, be acceptable in your sight and fruitful for our faith. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a word in the gospel reading today that leapt off the pages at me. I don't know if it did to you when we heard it. But it's that though heavens were torn apart... And the voice came at Jesus' baptism. The Greek word, interestingly enough, is schizo. That makes its way into English in some interesting ways. But a tearing, a separating, a splitting, a ripping apart, a rending. That's what happens in Jesus' baptism, that's what happens in the incarnation. From the manger to the cross to the empty tomb, a tearing, a ripping, a rending. Stark language, isn't it? That we would need such an event. Because there's lots of people who would say that really we don't need anything that dramatic. We need a little more science, and that'll bring out salvation and fix all the world's problems. How are we doing with that? We need some more spiritual exercises, get ourselves in touch with our godness or whatever. Maybe we need a new economic system or political ideology. That might fix the world. That's what we need. And of course, the Beatles said all we really need is yeah, well, that didn't work either. How about a little more education? Would that save us? Some emotional inspiration. That's what human beings are looking for. Really, how about a combination between human effort and God's effort? How about if we meet God in between that's really maybe all we need. We don't need anything that dramatic. Or maybe Aristotle and some good philosophy will do the trick. But no, the taverns were torn, schizo, schism, split apart. Something dramatic was needed, something decisive, massive, and even combative. Isaiah proclaimed long before Christ what the people's need is and what their hope was. Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that's the word, tear apart and come down. That the mountains might quake at your presence. And of course, God's people, at the time, they were back in Their homeland after exile and everything was an absolute wreck and mess. And they were once again under the foreign domination of now not the Babylonians, but the Greeks and the Persians and the Greeks. And so they wanted God to tear open the heavens and come down and make God's name known and put the people back in charge, put a king back on the throne, restore the temple, restore the nation of Israel. That's what they wanted to have happen. And they had hoped that when those heavens were torn, there would be judgment on all those Gentiles. That the exile would be healed and the nation would be restored. That's what they were hoping for. And so they get the answer, the long-awaited answer of their prayer. The heavens are open when Jesus is baptized. But something interesting happens. Something a little different than they expected and probably what we think we need, want, or even expect. Not some military rider on some great chariot that comes in and transforms and burns up all the unrighteous but a voice a voice from heaven comes you are my son my beloved with you I am well pleased what we get with the tearing of the heavens is a surprise What we see is a voice and we see an ordinary Jewish man, 30 years old, (laughs) what is happening? What is this tearing, this ripping apart that we need, we need God to dramatically do? What is happening is told to us in this voice. You are my son, with you, I am well pleased. Every year that I preach on the baptism of Jesus, I tell you and remind you that that phrase is a conflation you could say of two Old Testament texts, Psalm two, which is the king, coronation, you are my son, and then um, The servant songs from Isaiah, this suffering servant that's going to redeem the world, not with with violence and with military might, but with suffering, laying down his life. That's where the with you I am well pleased comes from. So we get these two brought together, telling us and telling Jesus, this is your mission, this is who you are. But there's much more than that, of course, because you'd have to ask, why did Jesus get baptized? He's without sin. He doesn't need to be baptized. We're told in Mark that this is a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Why did Jesus get baptized? He doesn't need it. Well, the Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians why. Because for our sake, God made Jesus to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. He became sin for us. He took our place. That's what's happening. The heavens are rend, opening, open. This dramatic, decisive, massive, even combative act is happening. And what is needed? is to someone to stand in our place. Take our sin upon himself. Stand in our place. And so in baptism, we get a little, we get actually a foretelling and and a proclamation of what will happen on Good Friday and Easter, a dying and a rising. What do we need? What do we need? We need the heavens to be open, but what we get is not what we expect or what we think we need. We get God standing in our place in Christ Jesus, taking on our sin and brokenness. And that is great news. And the only way to receive it is in faith and in proclamation. I mean, because it... It boggles our mind. That's really what, that's where salvation lies in a voice that's proclaimed over Jesus. That's where salvation lies. But here's the really, really good news the heavens are still open. The demand of the law. Jesus became under the law. He was born under the law for us. He took our place. And the demands of the law have been silenced and torn, rended apart in Christ for us. The heavens are still open. And that same voice is still preaching. The same voice is still preaching today. The heavens are still open. It wasn't... The baptism of Jesus was not some event that happened long ago. Wow, let's celebrate that. Yay. No, the reason we celebrate it is because now the heavens are still open. That word schizo is the same word that when Jesus was crucified and the curtain was what? Schizo. And it's still torn apart. The heavens are still torn apart. And you, you people today get to hear what comes from that schism. That breaking apart. And that voice is given to you in your baptism, like I said to the kids. You are my beloved child. You are my beloved son. You are by my beloved daughter. With you, I am well pleased. <laughs> God is pleased to take our place in Christ. This is what is good and this is what is needed and this is what you come here every Sunday to hear or that's better be why you come here. If you come here thinking I'm going to score some points with Almighty God, well, maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe that gets you coming. Maybe that keeps you coming. Maybe that gets you here, yeah. No, that's not why you come. You're not scoring any points. You come so that these ears can hear what the heavens were torn apart to tell you. (laughs) So yes, when you were baptized, the heavens were opened, they are still opened, and that promise that you are God's beloved is still there for you. That's what you need to hear all the time. That's what I need to hear all the time. You know, I remember... um, a time when I had a friend quite a long time ago, and we had a, you know, one of those. You ever had one of those? We had tried to do some healing, didn't go so well. But finally, after quite a while, we came together, and instead of holding what had happened against each other we said I forgive you and we both said it to each other now there was a dramatic moment where I don't know if I'm going to get forgiveness I don't know if he's going to say this or he's going to say that and I didn't know but what I want you to know today is you come before almighty God the heavens are opened and you might think oh no God's going to... But no, what comes is I forgive you. I love you. You are my beloved. Yes, it's dramatic. It's massive. It's decisive. And it's almost combative language. But instead of condemnation, what comes is healing and forgiveness and love. That's what Jesus came to give you. Soak it in. Thanks be to God. Amen.